So, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Real Life Shit. My name is Cece, but you guys may know me as underscore Jador CCXO on the timeline. And today, I have a very special episode and a very special guest. He was actually our Creative Corner nominee last week. So, I will let, well, actually, it was two weeks ago. But I'll let him go ahead and introduce himself so we can get started with the show. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Jake Grant underscore 20. That's on Instagram, and then it's jgrant underscore 2020 on Twitter with a V instead of the A, so a little, little incognito there. I don't want people all up on my Twitter. <laughs> you know what's so weird? I feel like I promote this podcast on there, but even though I tell people like my personal Twitter on there, I hate when people that I know that are like either family or people that I work with try to follow me on social media. I don't yeah. know why I'm like that. That's so... That's funny that you said that. Twitter Twitter is very personal for me. Like, not personal as in I just dump all of my feelings. But it's just, like, it's just that space but where I can be and say and do stuff that I'm really thinking about, stuff that really might be in my mind. I can just get these thought bubbles off without, like, feeling, I don't know, feeling like a tag if I say it in public or feeling like somebody feels some type of way. Like, it's my Twitter. If you come to get on my page, whatever you read, I mean, that's on you. But I ain't really tweeting for nobody else other than to clear my my mind really yes and you so for that i feel like literally the same thing with me it's like it's not that i care because everybody who knows me or like follows me and they actually know me in real life you already know i'm gonna say whatever the fuck comes in my mind. <laughs> right I fuck. but i feel like it's just more about like i feel freedom there you know right. what i'm saying like yeah. i can i can really be me and not have to worry about like oh, such and such is going to see this, so maybe I shouldn't say that. But Mm -hmm. it's like, fuck it. I'm getting more and more, like, growing into this thing of, like, I am who the fuck I am. I'm 27 years old. Nobody's going to tell me how to be. Right. And if you don't like it, cool. If you love it, I love that you love it. What's good? I mean, it's just hard. It's just hard to really be yourself at all times. Like when you're dealing with the public, dealing with how to treat people, you know, different people require different, I don't know, for you temperaments, I guess, for you to handle them. You know how your friends are or whoever. So I feel like Twitter, that's just my space. Like that's, it's like me in a closet or in a room by myself and I can just say and do and and just whatever like i don't got no pressure because i ain't really tweeting even if i tweet something and somebody like feel personally attacked i really don't like say anything to attack anybody it's really just like dang let me clear my head real quick or this happened today or this happened last week or whatever but i mean hey man hit dog gonna holler right right and i i had to bring you on not even just because it's like i need a yes man or somebody to agree with me but i feel like when it comes down to entrepreneurship we have a lot of the same like um views on just life and business but of course I feel like where I'm trying to take it at you and Chris are so far ahead of me which is why I wanted to have the both of y'all on here today just because I really 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 respect y'all hustle I respect y'all grind and I just I don't know like I just I genuinely love the way that like y'all handle y'all shit and It's like when I see y'all post it sometimes, like y'all, y'all are those two people for me that when I see it, it's not like, you know, some people mm-hmm. that like either they want to be entrepreneurs or they think they doing big shit, but they not really making no moves for real right. towards their career. And they'll like say little positive shit like, oh, be on your shit. But it's like, I can't even respect that coming from you right. because I know you not really doing shit for real. Right. That's so, 
Go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, that's that's really that's the biggest thing with, with entrepreneurship is, like, you really recognizing that whatever lane you're trying to take it, nobody really has been down that road before. So it's kind of like it's that freedom of saying, okay, well, I can't really take advice from too many people. I can't really follow too many examples. I really got to, like, not wing it, but I really got to, like, go and people are going to come pretty much after me especially with us like we it's just a generational thing like our parents grew up on like jobs 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 you got to work 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 and you know you got a few parents who who not like that who encourage entrepreneurship but like our generation is really now like trying to take control especially with the stuff happening in the country like our president all that we don't want nobody to really be in control of, of our fate no more i know i don't i'd rather just put that time and energy into figuring out how I can carve my own path. And I mean, it's not like, I know you said like, yeah, we on our shit, but I mean, it's the same thing. Like it's the same ups and downs as working for somebody. Like you just gotta yes. be managing your, you basically manage yourself. Like if you can't manage yourself, then, you know, you could not have a job. You could have a hustle and something that you're really good at. But a lot of people are good at the creative side. Like if they're good, if they do hair good, or if they do nails good, or they do photography good or whatever, you're good at the creative side. That's your gift. But uh, being talented at something and actually managing a business around that talent and making it profitable, those two, two different things. So you see a lot of people who are great at what they do, but can't really how to turn it into a business, how to turn it into, you know, streams of income and this, that, and the third. So it's. Right. And that's, that's literally exactly why, again, I wanted to bring y'all on here because like I said, I really respect everything that y'all have going on. Um, guys, Chris wasn't able to join us tonight. She have a prior obligation that she had to fulfill. So no worries. At some point in time, I will obviously bring Qantas back on and the three of us will chop it up once again maybe next week maybe i might drop two episodes this week it depends on everybody's work schedule and how we're able to get it out so let's do it you know but i wanted to just kind of talk about i have a few questions that i have written down obviously if you want to ask me anything we can just feed off each other's conversation but i just wanted to ask how did you get started and what what made you start i guess Start out by letting everybody know exactly what it is with you, because y'all know this man is full of like many <laughs> talents. He does everything, and everything. Like I told y'all, when we did his creative corner, he's like a man of many talents. So just kind of give them a background, let them know, um, you know, how you got started, um, and what was the reason for you choosing the path that you chose as far as entrepreneurship is concerned. Yeah, I mean, it just really just started off the basic photography. Like I remember, I was just taking my boy in. Shout out, Ian. Uh, his graduation photos, he didn't really want to, you know, pay for nobody to do them. So I was like, all right, we can rent equipment out from college or whatever. I'll just take them for you. And they just really came out real good. And then, you know, one person see that, another person asks you to do theirs, and then you just build and build from there. And it kind of started off as me wanting to be, like, the best photographer or, the you know, make a, be the, the go-to guy in South Carolina for pictures, this, that, and the third. But then I kind of just, like, took a step back and was like, well – yeah, I take good pictures, but that's just, that's not everything that I do. I've always been, like, a person with, like, personality or, you know, easy to talk to or, or whatever, like, in, basically in front of a stage or in front of a camera. So that's when I started getting into more directing and started talking to my mentor. Shout out Steven Trillberg. 
um, my mentor, he was just saying that, like, yeah, you can do all these, you know, these smaller shoots and accumulate and stack them up, or you can, you know, put your energy and effort into different projects, bigger projects, and get a bigger return, you know, for the same amount of energy that you're wasting up and down the road, you know, trying to travel from shoot to shoot. So that's really when I started, like, investing in myself and, and really just uh, screenplays, acting, directing. So now that I'm just really chasing the short movie slash, you know, um, web series grind as far as acting, producing, and, and directing those. So, Okay. So you brought up a really good point, and we're going to talk about photography stuff too because I've, I've been really big into the arts, and most of the pictures that I post on my Instagram right now is, like, naked. I'm really thinking about wiping every post out except for the one for Nick and mm-hmm. just redoing my whole Instagram because, you know, I just rebranded Shop yeah. the Fashion Fista. I saw that. And Shout I really want to turn my personal page into like a fashion blog. I love to get dressed. I love to take pictures. Mm-hmm. And my thing. So here's my thing. When it comes down to just getting started, this is the tie-in to what I asked you. You got to find people that's just as passionate about the same things as you mm-hmm. when y'all don't have the money to like network up and to really put yourself in spaces. I feel like I really fuck with about a lot of y'all. Mm-hmm. Like most of them I've met um, that just for, I don't even know how the hell Clemson Twitter like shit all <laughs> down to my timeline. It was like, I knew, obviously I know some people from graduating them from Ridgeview, but it's like their friends became my friends. I'm just seeing mm-hmm. events, but it's like, I really fuck with the fact that a lot of y'all are so tight knit and y'all like welcomed me with open arms, especially the creative side. Mm-hmm. Um, and just how like we're able to connect with each other and it's people are able to share valuable information and not selfish because that's very important to growing and being an entrepreneur is having people who want to see you win just as bad as you want to win so I was talking about wanting to get into photography um and just like knowing the right lenses but you know sometimes it's like I don't know why people feel like if they gotta hoard information that I do (laughs) then I got a problem with it because I don't want you like stepping into my lane like there's mm-hmm. so many people I know that like want to get into makeup and I'm all for encouraging anytime anybody DMs me questions about makeup I'm never that person that's like oh well you should probably google it like if I know mm-hmm. the answer I'm gonna give it because me sharing information with you that's gonna make you better in our field is not gonna take away any opportunity that's for me because whatever was written in my path for me to have God is gonna make sure I have it regardless of how I get to it right. but refraining from uh, from giving people information or like withholding or trying to talk down on somebody is not going to be the way that I get to my stuff and in mm-hmm. our in our lane where people are entrepreneurs we see a lot of that mm-hmm. so um yeah, yeah that's one of those things that's that's kind of one of those things I, I honestly I had to check my ego about stuff like that when I first started too because I mean not not that I necessarily tried to to bring somebody else down but I tried to like do everything to make my own light shine in whatever way like oh you know my my picture's better this that and the third so like I I get it but at some point you just got to really realize that like we we only as strong as as we are together like if I rather have uh a smaller piece of a huge pie than a big piece of a small pie like that that's that's kind of how I see it like 
the three things really like push, I guess, me is like quality, consistency, and teamwork. And really, a lot of people don't have that teamwork mentality. They're good at something, they can produce quality, and they may or may not be consistent at it. But if you don't have a team behind exactly. you, if you don't have people that are really going to check you, or people who are going to give you their honest opinion, or people who are going to help you do something, or people who you're going to have to, you know, Use who for gonna this, hold you accountable. Who, right? Yeah, basically, who gonna hold you accountable? You say you want to be something. These people around you, they 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 giving you that positive energy, that positive, but they're not sugarcoating it for you. They're not just saying, yeah, your stuff is the best. Your stuff is the best. Like you gotta have somebody who's gonna be like, yeah, I think you should try this. Or look at this. Did you look at this new program? Or they doing this and and in California, or they doing this with this last movie. They use this technique. If you don't got people that are smarter than you, first of all, around yes. you then yes. you just doing the wrong things because like I always I'm always trying to be around people that are smarter than me especially in stuff that I mean because I don't know everything I, there's no way I can know everything like when it comes to the younger people people are younger than me then maybe I am that guy that's the smartest about a certain subject but I don't never want to consistently put myself in those rooms because then you just fall under a lot of yes men I want somebody who's gonna show me something better show me something that's gonna make me I mean I'm only we're young so for you to feel like you've made it or you arrived that's just that's just, you're gonna stay where you at literally so that brings me to my next point what keeps you going when you feel like damn like I don't want to do this shit no more because you brought up the fact about having a team around you and people that keep you motivated so what is it for you that keeps you going uh I mean it's just it really is just the freedom part for me like I'm working towards like just being completely free freedom and expressing my art creating the art I want and freedom financially and freedom just being independent. So I don't feel like I'm there. There's still barriers that I still have to hurdles and stuff I have to jump over. So until I get to, you know, I feel like when I think when I think about freedom, I think about like Jay-Z. Jay-Z is a, a very free person. Like you can say what you want about his career, his music or whatever, but he's free. Like he he freed himself from a lot of things that are in a lot of other people's way. So like I'm trying to get to a point where I feel that freedom. And once I, I know, I'll know when I get there. So that's what keeps me going like I'm not there yet. I still feel the pressures every day of, you know, this this wall, this door closed or whatever. So until I get to a place where all these doors open, not just for me, but, like, for people around me as well, then that's when I'll, like, okay. That's when I'll kind of, like, take my foot off the gas a little bit. Okay. So for me, I wish I had an answer for that. I'm just going to be very honest with y'all. This entrepreneurship shit is not easy at all. Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with y'all. Y'all know I quit Sprint. And, oh, shit, I said I wasn't going to say where I worked at. Fuck it. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I, quit, <laughs> I quit Sprint after being there for four years. It was just so just mentally draining because I knew. I'm not even saying that, like, I'm better than the people there, but I'm better than clocking into somebody's job every day. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm capable of doing makeup full-time because I've done it Mm full-time. I know that I'm capable of running this boutique and getting the sales that I need to get. I know that I'm capable of being a full-time YouTuber. I'm just not fucking consistent. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna just be honest. I feel like um, there's like a post that I, that my friend put on her story about being able to build your tribe. Sometimes we aren't best with like the best family or even some of the friends that we choose that genuinely support us and the things that we have going. And I feel like that's always 
kind of been my issue not mm-hmm. to throw everything on anybody else but it's like it's so many things that I want to do and I try to do everything at once mm-hmm. and I've never really had anybody around me to truly hold me accountable for how talented I am and to really push me and it shouldn't have to be anybody's job I feel like if somebody got to make you want to do the shit you say you want to do then you really don't want to do it it's mm-hmm. just a hobby and I mean honestly that was one of the things I learned from my ex like he used to dig in my ass like you be watching all these girls be like damn I could have been doing this if I was consistent but then you sit here and you don't be doing shit Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what lit under my ass so when it comes down to what keeps me going I feel like I have to I have to make sure I keep myself inspired so just staying around other creatives making sure that I'm up on content is what I feel like is gonna keep me inspired but I feel like now what's gonna keep me inspired more than anything is the fact that like I went back and got a job. Mm-hmm. I was bored as fuck sitting at home because all of y'all be at work. Y'all be chill. Like, you know, mm-hmm. y'all be chill, and mm-hmm. I just be here chilling, working on my shit. And like, yeah, I'm working on business stuff and I'm doing, you know, my graphics, building web, you know, trying to build mm-hmm. websites and stuff, doing the groundwork. But reality is that shit isn't bringing in money right, right. now. Yeah, I'm going to get a sale. Yes, somebody might get their makeup done, but they're not doing that shit every day. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I was supposed to move and didn't move, it's like, okay, now I got to do something else because I'm bored and I'm watching my money deplete because I'm investing my money into myself. Right. Well, that's one thing I will say. You got a job. There's nothing wrong with working a job while you're trying and being an entrepreneur at the same time. Mm-hmm. No, it, make, it makes sense to let your, to invest in yourself and allow that money to make you more money until it gets to a point where you can sustain. Mm -hmm. And quit sprint knowing that I could do that, but me not moving and paying this fucking month-to-month rent at this expensive-ass apartment that was already expensive on Mm -hmm. my regular lease is what really fucked me up. So I'm like, let me get a job because once my once I start to see my statement look at a certain amount, I'm nigga. I'm just gonna pick <laughs> up and go and do whatever the fuck I want to do. But when right. I'm trying to like make decisions, like okay, rent is due this month. I gotta pay this. Oh damn, I gotta invest this into my business. No, I need to go re up my money. Right. I hope nobody that um work with me is listening to this, but I don't plan on being there very long. I'm just there to stack and move right back out because <laughs> now. What I've been doing is making sure that I got the formula. And so this goes back to what I tweeted the other day. I fucking love creators that give knowledgeable information. I hate a mm-hmm. motherfucker that make you feel like you got a fish to get shot at them. Like, oh, you can get on Google like I did. I'm not going to just give the information yeah. because it wasn't given to me. It's like that shit is so fucking whack to me. Wow. Because those be the same creators that want you to sit and support their content. And yeah, for that's free. almost like, you know what I'm saying? That's almost like. Beyonce not giving us the tools, but then being like, oh, y'all better support my shit. Mm-hmm. But when you're at a certain level or you have a certain audience, people are going to just watch it just because you're you. And I hate, like, for me, prime example with YouTube. And I'm going to leave these people out because quite a few people that I did, well, I mean, they still follow me. I just don't follow them. But there was a creator whose content I really liked. And I remember asking them about a certain feature. Um, just just a question that I, I literally, I search up and down YouTube, and I'm the type of person, before I ask somebody for anything, I'm going to always do my research mm-hmm. first. And when I feel stumped, I'm like, okay, this person obviously knows how to do this. Let me go ask this person. Do you know she ignored what I asked? And then it was a, one of my threads got really popping. I don't even want to say viral to me. I feel like that's corny. Right. But like, it started to gain a lot of attention, a lot of engagement. 
you want to guess who hopped in it trying to promote <laughs> herself? Her? You couldn't even you couldn't even answer my question. It's like you'll interact when it's convenient for you, when it's gonna do something to elevate your brand or get you seen by somebody else. Mm-hmm. But the same people that you like you love to have supporting you, you can't even answer a fucking question. I mean that's that's really the basis like for like I don't wanna say it's a specific group of people but just no, there's a I group of people yes. there's a group yes. of people like <laughs> yes. and like it's like they feel like they don't want to they can't if they don't have something to do with it if they don't have a piece of it if it's not benefiting them in some type of way then they won't they won't support it or they won't you know they don't they don't feel like they have nothing to do with it and like but these are the same like you said these are the same people you asking to, to buy your product or, or whatever so i'm like how do you expect to to get love if you don't if you don't show no love like that that just doesn't make any sense to me like listen listen and that's literally so that's literally exactly how i feel um that and I, so and that brings me to my next point about getting love if you don't show love support we don't spend so much time on, on just that section alone because me and you we be here with the conversations about it uh. I am so big on support. I don't care if I don't know you. I don't care if I do know you. If it's something that I fuck with, then I'm going to, like, put my stamp on it or just retweet it because I don't know who's following me that might see that shit and see that it's dope. And then you done gained somebody else because I just decided to share what it was that you were doing. People don't understand that that's how success gains momentum Mm -hmm. by you just putting people on. And I feel like... I feel like I know you was leaning out when you said like a group. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that again. A group of people. It's like people feel like it can only be a certain amount of us. Yes. To be in that spotlight. So mm-hmm. when you're not like on their level or above them, they kind of look over you and treat you like mm, yeah. you're a peasant. They want and you to stay down. Actually, even if they see you a challenge as them, they and they know you're you're not at the place where they are. At this point, they'll do things that yes. like keep you down so you don't get to that point, even when they know you might be more talented than, than yes. them or whatever. Yes. So yeah, yes. they play so, the game. That brings me to my next fucking point. And not to say that this is the case, but this is just how I feel. Still getting on that because we can dig more into it personally. Megan the Stallion. I okay. fucking love Megan. I love that I feel like she's bringing so many other girls together. But mm-hmm. what I don't like is that I feel like a lot of the girls are giving Megan fake love. Because oh, yeah. She's been that bitch. She's oh, yeah. been on top. She And not necessarily on top, but she's been doing this thing. And you can tell that Megan's energy is real genuine and positive. What's right. the thing that I always fucking tell you every time I see you? I'm like, man, I love your energy. You're yeah, like yeah. a fucking positive person. Like, you can, you. You and Phil are the type of people that can walk into a room and light that shit up with y'all energy. Appreciate that. She just, I love when I can just tell that people have just genuinely good spirits, you know? And I feel like Megan is that type of person. And now because all the rap girls who are so deep and are not even trying to link together, like y'all had all this fucking opportunity before Megan. And don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong, I love the fact that she's bringing everybody together, but it's like Y'all bitches just trying to latch on to her because we all love her right now. The attention is on her. So if you could be friends with Megan, then maybe that might bring more attention to you. Yeah. I mean, but even but Megan, she's so, like, genuine to the point. Like, when you that genuine, uh, you got a good heart like that, even mm-hmm. if even if other people's intentions aren't as pure as yours, you, that's not going to change 
yeah. who you are. So I'm saying I I'm saying that to say I know Megan probably realized that people are just around her clout chasing or whatever, but that still doesn't change who she is to to her core. And those people who are doing it for, you know, those the wrong reasons, they're gonna be exposed in due time as they have been in the past. And that's why they all got blemishes on their, you know, their social record or whatever you want to call it. And that's what Megan's gonna keep going up. Like and they career is just gonna go up and down. I mean you got a hot moment right now and you, you get with Meg and you might got a bright spot, but what happens when Meg leaves and and it leaves the room, then you still got you still left with the person who you was before she came in there. So it's like you can't really fake the funk. Like it's either you got it or you don't. You are that person or you're not. You show love or you, or you don't, or you're gonna be exposed. Like and you don't want to show love, like fake love, and then when they see you who you really are, and that's when they have something to compare it to them. Be like, oh well, you was just doing this, da da da. You might as well just be who you is off off gate and and let people just deal yeah. with that. So you can be that person all the time. Ooh, yes. So, I'm going to say that to say this. So, you know, like, obviously, I do makeup. Mm -hmm. And I've been around a lot of people that I feel like are are industry. I've seen a lot of people that I've been cool with. Some Mm -hmm. people in South Carolina, some people that I've known because of Georgia, who I don't want to say, I don't ever want to refer to nobody as, like, being nobody. But Mm -hmm. people have moments that have propelled them or caused um, their... How can I say this? That caused their um, mm. what's the word I'm looking for? That's caused um elevation. Uh, their buzz, the buzz, their okay. Yeah, that's brought attention to them. Mm-hmm. And it's been people who I feel like when you didn't have this attention, mm-hmm. you was all oh, CC. We we this that and the third. Oh, everybody want to be cool with you. And then it's like the second that shit take off you, it's kind of like you looking back like, oh, well, now I'm here. And mm-hmm. even though I knew you before this, now I can't fuck with you because I'm on this level. And I'm like, this may sound petty as fuck, but I'm going to hold that shit against every fucking body. Because at the end of the day, I know how hard I work. And see, niggas don't fuck around and let me do my research. And mm-hmm. now I know how to fucking grow my Instagram. That's why I was hitting you up about like needing a photographer. Yeah. I, the way my schedule set up, I'm just gonna have to just suck it up and take my own damn pictures because, <laughs> listen, just like today, we're supposed to start. It's like life just be fucking happening. Yeah, but it do. I um, I'm just like I don't figure out how to grow my engagement and so the people that I'm already cool with and I know like you genuinely fuck with me. Like I know that like we're like I don't want to say like legit friends, but. I don't get like a, a energy from you that you only try to fuck with me when I got something for you. Yeah. Those are the people that I would continue to keep in contact with. But these bitches that are already built the platform for themselves or they feel like they got a name for themselves, please don't try to come and be my friend once you feel like I'm on your level. Because yeah. I'm gonna expose your ass for real. Like I, I like that. I like when people ex- expose themselves. Like it, cause it's when you get there, like when you get to that point where you do have that platform and you got a lot of people coming your way, like Meg. You're going to get a lot of fake love. So the quicker these people can expose themselves and cancel themselves out, the quicker I can move on and get around some real genuine love, some people who actually really support what I got going on. So, I mean, like, there's people who, you know, I've been close with, like, you know, maybe we was in college together, the whole college, whole proximity of college or whatever. And just because we were in the same space, you know, we may have had this, you know, I don't know, imaginary support or friendship or whatever mm-hmm. but you know as soon as you know you go this way you go that way you know you might they might do something that that doesn't that's not really who they used to be or say something that or you might hear something about you that you know what I'm saying so like I only want the people right. that I don't have to be in a room with 
that I know still going to support me, even if we're not in the same room, if we're not in the same. I don't care. Like, so the quicker you can expose yes. yourself, the quicker I can move on and, yes. and, and do what I got to do. And my thing is, I, the part of me, and what's so crazy, people feel like, oh, you're a Taurus. Y'all are already stubborn. Y'all assholes. I don't understand why you be having a hard time letting go. I fucking, as much as I will cut your ass out, I honestly hate confrontation. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. I try to avoid that shit at all costs because if I do get into confrontation, I'm going to take it there. And I feel like with me, I've always struggled with like the lack of support. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a prime example. I can post one of my client photos to Twitter. Maybe like a few people might repost it or just like the picture without sharing it. That kind of irritates me too. If you see this content that I'm posting, you got enough energy to like it, retweet my it's shit. It's the same thing, yeah. Just don't engage with it at all. That shit aggravating as fuck. Even though I know and like where that shit might say like tweets you miss or you know how like sometimes mm-hmm. people randomly show you the shit that people like even though they may not have retweeted it. I know that's still a chance for people to see my shit, but if you gonna like my shit, repost my shit. Like yeah, don't be a halfway supporter now. Like yeah, either you support me, or you don't. Like, don't like, be trying to save my shit. It's like they want to say. Archive. It's like they want to tell you like, hey, I see it. Like hey, we still cool, but they don't really want to like really push it. Right. Like, if you see right. me, if you do blow up, you know, remember I had liked your shit, but I ain't really like really support it like that. Exactly, and I brought this point up before um, about like the friendship on our friendship episode. Like so. What would kill me all the time is, like, I will post my regular work just, like, you know, if I have client face. And I know that the makeup looks good because, mm-hmm. like, you liked it or, you know, whatever the case may be. When it is my fucking celebrity clientele or even when people know that I'm around people of a certain caliber. Oh, it go up. It's like, oh, my God, I'm <laughs> so proud of you. Bitch, how you proud of me for putting the same makeup the on? The same makeup. On my nine to five women It's just because of who the makeup is on that right. house, move please move the fuck out of the way like when i got this so when i ended up getting booked by swd back mm-hmm. in january literally pink ice was the week before mm-hmm. and i posted um i posted quite a few people's makeup people barely said anything that fucking date came up for me to do swd makeup but i didn't say shit to nobody i didn't bring it up i didn't say anything Soon as I posted, oh my god, I'm so proud of you. Look at what my friend did. Oh my god, like, bitch, you are not my friend. Right, and I already see what it is. Like people only want to go up for you when they feel like they see an opportunity, some shit that you're doing for yourself that mm-hmm. they can benefit from, or they feel like, oh, this person got X Y Z going on. Like if you support your friends, it doesn't matter who the fuck is on it. You know what I'm saying? That's like you booking a photo shoot and. I'm like, I don't repost your pictures, but then because you're in Atlanta, you do, let's see who's popping down there, because everybody thinks they right down there. You do, like, little Baby or something, mm-hmm. like, and I'm like, oh my god, nigga, that's fire. You gonna be less likely to receive that compliment, like, you proud of me from me saying that just because it's little baby then if I were to like gas every fucking thing that you do and it's like okay now it's not weird because I'm used to this person always supporting my shit like mm-hmm. people be so mad when like you peep the fake love and you don't give them the response that they want because it's like I know that shit not genuine like I understand why people be feeling like when I know that <laughs> the love that you show me is not genuine why the fuck do you feel a way about me not being moved by you quote unquote supporting me that shit is not real and the crazy thing is like they they see it too like because like people 
the same people that don't like I can post the most fire picture I ever took, and the most fire pictures I ever took have been of quote unquote like regular people or non celebs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's been my best work, so I can post this work, and then you know might not get no likes or a few engagement or whatever. But then I see people in person, they're like, oh, I seen that thing you did for this person or da da da. I want to book you da da. Like all that you know in your face, but I'm like. You could have did more with just retweeting or liking or commenting on the picture rather than all this right here in my face. Because I mean, this don't this don't do nothing for me. Like, like I do. You, like, right. You just telling me, oh, I saw the thing you did. Okay, then where was the love then? Like, why is it now that now that I'm in your face? Like, I that's what I was saying. Like, I want people around me who I know support me, who speaking life on my name when I when I ain't in the room. Because those are people who are gonna open them real doors for you. I, I'm so glad that I feel like it's not just me. And that's why I love having these conversations with creatives because I feel like it helps me grow as a creative and also as a person because I used to feel like I was petty for feeling that way. Like, I would purposely, when I would post celebrity content, people who consistently engage with my shit, those would be the only comments that I would like or those would be the only people that I would reply to because it's mm. like, you show love regardless. You only trying to show love because of who is attached to you. And that's just, that's annoying to me. And that's the one thing that I really, this experience, if you are an entrepreneur, please get ready to experience what it feels like being alone, unless you really got some solid ass friends in your corner. Yeah. And I mean, also like with being an entrepreneur, like you gotta not like, you, you, you're not entitled to nobody's support. You gotta have, you gotta, you gotta really like humble yourself and like check your ego and be like, yeah, I know my work fire, but like nobody entitled to support you, retweet you. So, you know, if you're going to get, you can't get caught up every single time you feel like, oh, I thought that person was my friend and they didn't do this or that. And they're like, you don't know what everybody else got going on. You gotta, you gotta put your belief in the work and the work you're doing, not in the people because people going to let you down every time. But your work, if it's consistent, if it's a good quality, if you know, if you're doing what you're supposed to do, eventually, you know, something's gonna catch. Like if you're doing the work, but if you're putting all your trust in people, people are gonna go up and down on you. They're gonna you do one thing that, that they like one day, you know, they're gonna support you, say I'm proud of you, and then you say something like Kodak Black say about, you know, when the whole Nipsey situation, then they turn everybody turning it back on you. So it's not like and not saying he right or wrong, but I'm just saying you see how easy it, it flips, like just like that overnight so you can't really put your trust in like the public or people's opinion like put your trust in the work and produce the quality i know for a fact like this movie that i'm coming out there's nobody around producing as good of quality as that but I, am i getting the engagement every day no but I'll, what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna still keep doing the movie and if this movie don't catch like i think it's supposed to catch i'm not gonna quit i'm gonna produce the next movie and the third movie and then now i got 10 movies and then there's no way you can deny me so like i'm gonna put my trust in the work that's that's my only advice to to any entrepreneurs put your trust in the work not the people not the fans not the naysayers not the people who even speak good on you don't put your trust in them either because yep. who knows what they're saying change. behind your back right yep. and so that's so that brings me to my next point like you just said you're not entitled to anybody's support and to be Jaquanas is the angel. I'm going to be the devil on the shoulder. Okay. Them same motherfuckers that you feel like they only want to come around when shit is good. And oh my God. So I had to write this down in my notes. Cause I was like, damn, I meant to tweet this. But you got to be careful of the motherfuckers that only come around when you winning. The people that you can't rely on when you down. Like, and I can share this because now I'm out of it. Like I didn't start at work. I don't want to say I grew up spoiled. But 
You grew up spoiled. <laughs> not, and it's not even that I, I really feel like I grew up spoiled. The wasn't mm-hmm. the love that I received. It was always material shit. Mm-hmm. For feeling sorry for not being there the way that they mm-hmm. should have and I feel like that's why I go so hard for people because I can remember how young hell I won't even say younger me grown me still to this day would feel sometimes like damn I'm doing all of this and like nobody who I feel like should be classing for me is classing for me and that's mm-hmm. honestly the biggest reason why I feel like I've been held back from really going full throttle with the shit the way that I did because it's like you always want the people that you love and care about to support you and fuck with you. And that's why I said, if you're going to jump into entrepreneurship, you got to be, you got to expect to be lonely. Like I got family who will be in everybody else's business, repost every retarded ass meme that we done seen on Twitter fucking eight weeks ago mm-hmm. on Facebook. But then I post some shit about my business and they can't be posted. The yeah. niggas will privately message me trying to see how they can get this and that for the low. Bitch, you going to get what I charge. Because you don't support me. So why the fuck would I look out for you for something that costs me money when you don't even support me for free? A repost is free. Yeah. And like it costs nothing to show love. But I got- act like it's so expensive. And so I say that to say like with the whole just being lonely and you know, people not being entitled to people's support. Don't let that hold you back because that was something that I really had to get through my head. Like, I'm not entitled to nobody's support. You don't have to repost shit. But just know that when I reach a certain level, I don't want you to start I'm acting funny. Because I'm acting like it's like, bitch, I got here without you. And when you saw me grinding for this shit and really wanting it and trying to get this shit out the mud, you paid me dust. So now that I'm at a certain level or you feel like I'm doing certain things, don't feel like you're entitled to my conversation the same way I wasn't entitled to your support. Now I don't want anything to do with you because now I really know why you're trying to come around, why you're trying to repost and support now. Because people have more of an a, a obsession with being somebody that knows somebody instead mm-hmm. of trying to be somebody. Right. That's a, And I see that's what the thing where I had to get over. Like When I, when I first started taking pictures, like everybody's just kind of be on it. All every photographer is on the chase to like take pictures of certain celebrities or you know stand beside it with their camera and say, "Oh, look who I met." This, that, and the third. But I'm like, I don't really want to chase. That's that's not really a a, a fruitful route for me because it's like when you do it, a lot of times you sacrificing yourself. You doing stuff for free. You running up and down the road just to chase these opportunities for these quote unquote celebrities or whatever. They got that, the money to pay you. Too. Right. Please and don't it, get suckered into that shit and it, and it don't go nowhere or I can produce the same work, the same quality here for somebody who, for this customer who's going to pray, who's going to pay. They're going to be appreciative. They're going to like book me again and they're going to tell people about my services. So I might as well put the same energy into those people and I'd rather make the people around me look like or feel like celebrities than chase a celebrity who not going to really give you the time of day or the respect just because you know they don't know you or they feel like you just starting out or they feel like they 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 over you or whatever so like i don't know i i just had to really flip the switch and just like i'm just turned off by like if i see a celebrity and, and it's a genuine collaboration and it's like all right cool but i'm not like on the hunt to like take a picture with, of a celebrity or be next to celebrities because i mean mm-hmm. those i mean you you call them celebrities but some of these people are, are, are wor- some of the worst people, you know what I'm saying, out here, like, character-wise. So, like, if you're chasing after any and everything, you chasing after any and everything, you're going you know, to be associated with that. I'd rather, nah, I'd rather take control over 
who's coming in my circle, what kind of energy I'm giving out because end of the day you're just gonna be burnt out. You're gonna be burnt out and you're gonna be broke. So So let me speak to this because I mean I don't know your experience as far as that, but I will say celebrities will have your ass broke. Yes. Please, when these motherfuckers come to your city, stop being so thirsty to work with them. Because they're not half the time these motherfuckers won't even tag you. They will take your services that the normal nine to five person will will like pay you for and like pay you does. And when I first got started, that was me. My brother was a party promoter. So I knew most of the niggas that promoted in Columbia because school I got accepted into Clark Atlanta but I ended up coming back to Columbia so I was around here most of the time that like I should have been in college because I went straight into my career with makeup mm-hmm. and I would try to like reach out to them like send an email like hey you know I'm a Columbia SB makeup artist I'm just trying to see if you have um if you have a makeup artist I'm gonna tell you a prime example and fuck her this bitch blocked me on Twitter with her scandalous ass, so I don't give a fuck about saying her name. Shanika Adams, y'all know her from that fucking scandal. Beautiful girl, but she's a shitty ass person. Mm. So I'll never forget this shit. I sent the email because I want to say they had her booked at like the Moda Lounge, or maybe it was already ice. I don't fuck. But they had her booked there, and I emailed her and I was like, hey, you know, I'm a makeup artist in Columbia. I've attached a few photos of my work below. I would love the opportunity to do your makeup. If you, one, aren't doing your own makeup when you come here, or if you don't already have a makeup artist that's traveling with you. So then when I sent her the picture, she was like, okay. She was like, okay, I would love that. Like, what are your rates? Blah, blah, blah. Now, at this time, this was before I really knew my work. I was only charging $45 for a full face. Yeah. I'd already been doing makeup professionally at this time for about maybe three and a half, four years. I already had a little bit of celebrity clientele under my belt. And I sent her the picture. She's like, oh, your work is beautiful, but I'm going to have to pass because there's somebody else that's going to do it for free. So if you can't do it for free, then I'm going to have to pass. Boy, she trying to play you. So, bitch, you like my work. And you got the money and you getting paid. Cause here here's my thing. What I really want creatives to start understanding, and that's you hairstylist, that's you stylist, you nail techs, you makeup artists. These people are getting paid to do an appearance where they need your services to look good. Stop letting these niggas nickel and dime you for a fucking shout out. Because half the time. When they tag you, yeah, it might bring people to your page. But one thing that I learned by doing celebrity makeup is that makes people feel like you're out of their budget. So that's not going to do shit for you. Because then if they tell their next celebrity friend that, yeah, I got this person to do my makeup for free, what you think going to happen when that next person? For free. They're going to want you to do that shit for free. Stop selling yourself short. These motherfuckers is rich as hell. And they got the money to, to pay you. They just don't want to because they know there's always going to be somebody else out there that's thirsty for an opportunity. So why that's like if you got a coupon in the mail to get something at a cheaper price, why would you go and pay full price for it when you can get it at a discount or get it for free? That doesn't make sense. And that's exactly how they treat these creators and I'd be so sick of seeing people get used. That's why it kind of annoyed me last week when we touched on the um, 
the photographer situation. And that was why I wanted to bring you on to kind of talk about entrepreneurship a little bit mm-hmm. while that shit was still fresh, that that girl got mad because the photos that she took went viral and she wasn't tagged. Mm-hmm. I 1000% understood like, okay, I'm getting married. Like this, these are my marriage photos. I don't, I don't have to tag you in this. And maybe the girl had it to where she couldn't be tagged in photos. But even if you were to do that immediately under the caption, once people started to ask, or once I saw that it took off, I would have at least been thoughtful enough to be like, oh, photos by such and such. Mm -hmm. And people were like, oh, well, the couple tagged her. Yeah, they tagged her fucking 12 hours later. Granted, they probably weren't thinking about that because that was their wedding. But it's like, this is what causes creatives to start jacking their prices up. Because Mm -hmm. I said... This is certain like a certain style of photography that I want to shoot. So I already know not to say that like that's gonna be out of other people's budget, mm-hmm. but I really enjoy like high fashion photography. Like high fashion photography are like bomb ass like streetwear photography. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this like what Raven does mm-hmm. and Koofy, like the shit that Koofy's doing. Like I love that style of photography. It just it gives me the aesthetic that I feel like I identify with and how mm-hmm. I'm really trying to push my Instagram to go in that direction. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's going to start pushing creators to be like, okay, so how about this? Whenever you take your fucking photos, I'm only going to give you X amount of photos. And most people do shit like this. Like the photographer that I do, that I used to work with a lot, you only get a certain amount of pictures edited. Mm-hmm. Everything else he's going to send you on a disc that's unedited. And you might like one of them unedited photos, but if I'm only giving you four or five pictures for me to edit, because just in case y'all don't know, you don't just fucking get on goddamn Instagram and put filters on to mm-hmm. edit pictures. That shit is a whole nother process right. that sometimes can take up to four or five hours for just one picture. So I feel like that's going to start making people plaster their watermark in unflattering ass places mm-hmm. and leaving that shit unedited and give that to y'all. Every time you want a picture edit, you got to send a number that corresponds with that disc. You got to pay me a certain amount of money. Then I'll edit that picture and send it back to you without my watermark. And it's going to jack the prices up because while the girl was wrong about the way that she approached it, I don't feel like she was wrong for feeling like, damn, this is my work, and motherfuckers don't even know I took it. She could have politely just been like, you know, damn, I enjoy working with y'all, whatever, and let it go from there, but... Yeah, um, two people, I mean, my thing is people gonna treat you how you treat yourself. Like, if you come off as, you know, you're not confident in yourself and your abilities and you feel like you come in at somebody and you already feel like you beneath them if they're a celebrity or whatever and you got good services, then they're going to they're gonna sense that. They're going to sense that and they're going to try to get you to do something for free. So one of my boys was like, you know, he a good videographer, but I saw, I was looking in his bio and his bio was like aspiring videographer or something like that. And he done had like a few projects and stuff completed. And I was like, bro, just take that out your, out your bio because people, when they see that, they like, oh, aspiring. Oh, he he already feels like he's not, you know, up to par. Even when they see your work and see that you're good, mm-hmm. then they're gonna try to take advantage of you. I'm like, I know they're gonna they're gonna look at your work, and say, I know you're good, but you not confident in yourself. So yeah, I'm gonna take your lowest price. So I'm gonna try to get you to do this for free. And people are just gonna run you through the ringer that way. So like even if you're not as confident or you feel like you could be better at your craft, I I'd rather you I'd rather you think up than than think down on yourself. Like think up. Push, push yourself up to be better than what you portray and then allow, you know, allow yourself to step up to the challenge as opposed to feeling inferior and letting people just treat you any type of way 
or whatever. I mean, if somebody use your work, they don't like it. Cool. They don't have to use it again. But you you can still hold that same value in yourself, like from client to client, from project to project and, and like stay consistent. Don't don't feel like you beneath somebody or whatever. You got to, because like you said, people are going to treat you the way that you handle yourself. So my next question was, um, like, how, how do you, how do you feel, how do you handle the days when like, you don't feel inspired to create? Um, I don't create, <laughs> like just being real, like, I mean, entrepreneurship and a regular nine to five is the same. You go through the same thing. Some people, people got this conception that, Oh, entrepreneurs, like, you know, it's just a mythical on the grind, 24-7, hustling, hustling, hustling. But I mean, but just like a regular person get tired of their job, you get tired too. Like, you got to allow yourself to to rest and regroup and, and become re-inspired and go out and actually, like, live life and, and have something that, you know, lights a fire back under you. Because if you just on that entrepreneur grind, oh, I got to make it, I got to make it, I can't do nothing, I got to make it then, you know, you're going to bring yourself out one and then you're going to get tired of, of putting yourself through all that and not getting a return. So, like, you got to... My famous... Not my famous, but my favorite thing to say to myself is pay yourself first. Like, well, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're involved in, no matter what success you have, no matter what you feel like you owe other people, they might have helped you or whatever, you got to pay yourself first. You're the one doing the work. You're the one on the grind. Like, when I get pay from a gig i don't care if it's if if i already had budgeted everything to go towards something i'll still you know pay myself with 20 dollars or whatever i gotta pay myself to feel like i'm paying myself first because it's like i'm the one that's doing it like you gotta have your you gotta have be loyal to yourself your body and your own like your headspace so like you can't just i mean some days you're gonna be uninspired and it's good to take a day off like i take days off all the time people think dang Quan, you don't never sleep or whatever i sleep all the time i just choose pick and choose the opportunities where I do that and where I recharge and so when I do that and honestly I feel guilty like anytime I rest I be feeling guilty so like the sooner I can rest the sooner I can get back to my grind like even when I'm tired because you ain't no good to nobody when you trying to do stuff and you tired or you on a gig and you not you you not you don't really want to be there like say you doing if I'm doing a wedding but I don't want to be at the wedding half of the battle of a, shooting a wedding is being impressionable to the bride and you know the groom and their family and stuff so if you if you're not there and you uninspired they're gonna see that and when they see that guess what that's what they're gonna tell the person that asked them, oh who took your photos oh he took my photos but he wasn't really this that and the third so you don't even want to put yourself out there in a on in the public or on whatever platform you're trying to promote for yourself when you're not at your best anyway. So on those days that you're uninspired, take a break, you know, like read, meditate, whatever you got to do, like travel, get out of the house, go to the park, you know, book a flight for yourself, do something, like do something to where like you keep seeing new stuff and, and new things. Don't just lock yourself in a room and say like, dang, I got to be in here until I grind because that's what all the rappers say or that's what all the all the celebrity interviews say you gotta you gotta want it so bad that you you can't even eat man i'm gonna eat and i'm gonna yeah. sleep like what's wrong with people yeah that that no sleep shit is bullshit <laughs> <laughs> this y'all i'm listen i feel like i had to get somebody on her because when i tell y'all i am not ashamed to say Qantas works harder than me this nigga is this nigga will be in fucking five different states <laughs> in less than 24 hours I swear to God, I don't know how he does it, but nigga, I need my sleep, okay? <laughs> By like 1030, I'm in bed. This nigga, I feel like you don't sleep because that's how hard you work and it's 
and seeing the results and once you put the time in, that shit really makes me feel that way. So I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm the reason why my sh- why none of my shit is where it's supposed to be. I'm, I'm going to tell y'all how powerful. Damn, I can't say the person name, but. I'm going to tell y'all how powerful, like, the tongue is. People really think I'd be joking. That's, like, not on no cocky shit. When I want something, whether it's a person, an opportunity, or a goal, I get it. It don't matter how long it takes me, but once I believe in my head and I set up that scenario for me to really get that shit, it's mine. And it happens so quickly. Sometimes I be shook at, like, like, damn, I really spoke this shit into existence. So... I'm the type of person where when I put my mind to some shit, I really do it. Like yesterday, I didn't do shit but watch Brandon and marketing videos because I'm like, I refuse to humble myself and ask one of these social media enthusiast ass bitches how the fuck to do X, Y, Z. Some of y'all not that entertaining. So I know y'all knew a cheat code to get your, to get your social media to grow. So because I'm a fucking real one, I'm going to share some of those tips with y'all because I follow a lot of fine-ass women that I feel like should probably have way more engagement than they should. It's literally women and men being paid because they dress well, because they look good, and that's literally their talent. And there's no reason why I don't feel like everybody should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I have a hair business. I also have a boutique. I like to dress. And I like to think that I'm pretty cute. So I feel like I should be getting more engagement than what I do. One issue, my ass is not consistent at all. I'll like do a shoot. I'll get a bunch of pictures. And I feel like I don't want to flood people with the same outfit, same pictures 24-7. So I've learned like for for the size that my social media is. And I had to stop blocking so many people. Like at this point, I had to realize that like haters are going to contribute to my growth. So if you don't like me, you you might want to go ahead and stop following me. And stop engaging with my shit because the way I'm about to go at it, y'all about to be helping put money in my pocket. Mm. So please keep coming, lurking, looking, get my engagement up. So, um, I took down like a few notes. I literally spent my whole Sunday just doing like branding and marketing. I learned how to properly use hashtags, how it literally helps generate um, engagement and really like get your shit out there and I did like a I did a I have a, a beauty page which I'll never tell anybody which one it is that I run because I feel like people really be trying to like get over on me but there's a page that I have that has a lot of fucking followers and it's a, it's a feature page for obviously something I love makeup hundreds of those pages literally so what I did, I used the skills that I learned from the video that I was watching, which, of course, you know, it wasn't one of us that gave out that information. Right. It was um, the colonizer. So. <laughs> and, and that's like they, they literally share information so freely. I don't know why we don't do that. But I said once I'm able to grow like my actual social media that I interact on all the time like that, then I'm going to make a whole like YouTube series dedicated to showing people how to get it. Because I feel like sometimes people have to see results. In mm-hmm. order to like believe that the shit that you're saying works. Oh yeah, that's. So, I'm like, okay. So I did it with one of the photos, and when I tell you that on that page, it'll average like maybe, you know, anywhere between three to four hundred likes on the photos or people's work that I share. 
when I tell you I literally had to turn the notifications off of that page because that one photo that I applied that same skill set to literally sent it over like a, a couple thousand likes and I'm like yo this shit really works okay now I need to stop bullshit and now I need to wait till like when I'm off I need to go ahead like and start pre-packing my like my outfits get them set aside and location scout when I'm coming back from work get up a little bit earlier before work so I can go out location scout and know exactly where I'm gonna shoot at so I can get my fucking thread popping because now I'm about to grow my engagement because obviously my support is going to come from the people that know me or even worse the people that are already trying to get me to give them shit for free or for a discount even right. though they know that they couldn't do that with any other store or any other makeup artist so now I'm about to really grow my engagement the way that I should be growing it and I will share that information with y'all I'm actually I'll probably do the video beforehand anyways even though I haven't grown my personal social media yet because I feel like the information is helpful and because I know that sometimes people tend to listen to what I say especially when I go on like my little rants and shit on Twitter it those tend to do really well I I don't know if I want to do the information on Twitter if I want to make it into a YouTube video I'll figure it out but either way this shit works when people give out valuable information and you apply it you have to be consistent you literally have to be consistent. I haven't talked so fucking much. I forgot what my initial point was. <laughs> but, um, the oh, yeah, being inspired. So, I'm the type of person, like, I, I don't understand why people have turned this into, like, a fad and being, like, obsessed with having this. Having depression and anxiety is not fun at all. Especially when your money depends on you creating Mm-hmm. when I get into a slump I really get into a slump like I was like depressed as fuck the whole month of June a majority of July like I'm literally just like uh, impress yourself was probably the first week that I finally started to kind of feel like myself again so Throughout that whole time of, like, me quitting my job and just trying to figure out and having so much time to sit with my emotions, I got really depressed. And before I, like, I mean, maybe, like, the first three weeks, probably to, like, a month after I quit my job, I was good because I was chilling. I already knew what was going on. And I was pushing out, y'all saw, like, I was pushing out hella YouTube content. But once I started to get into that slump, I didn't feel inspired. Mm -hmm. This is going to sound very corny, but what makes me feel inspired again is to watch Beyonce <laughs> and to listen to Nipsey Hussle interviews. Like losing him really affected me in a way that I did not expect that shit to affect me because just seeing how he's such a how he has such a positive effect on the community. And I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. I'm not really somebody that's into rap like that. Y'all know I love J Cole. I love Hope. I love well. Let me not lie. I don't fuck with Kanye like that no more. But I love I love Wayne. I'm selective about the rap that I listen to because while other people try to give J. Cole shit for being like, oh, he talked about the same thing. Oh, that nigga only want to talk about positive shit. It's like, this nigga raps about the life that y'all live. Y'all would listen to niggas that's talking about riches and vehicles and bitches that y'all don't get. And I understand. I love my rap with a little bit of misogyny too. But I love that like I feel like I can learn something from Cole that's Mm -hmm. why I fuck with him and I say that to say this like when it comes down to me feeling uninspired just 
seeing how Nipsey literally came from nothing and turned that shit into something and then to lose his life the way that he did and to see nothing but love, it's like, damn, I'm afraid to die at this moment because I don't feel like I've made that much of an impact. Mm -hmm. That shit has made me want to be a better person. It's made me want to be kinder. It's made me want to spend more time with, like, giving my time and my love to people that I know that genuinely love me and care about me. Mm -hmm. It's made me, you know, feel like, what, okay, you got to get off your ass because you soaking in your misery, but that shit is not going to produce results. This shit ain't you promise. Get it out, but you, you gotta, you gotta keep going. Like it, life is literally a fucking marathon. Like you, you gotta keep the shit going. You gotta keep it going because the more you soak, it's not going to change your situation. At some point, people going to stop feeling bad for you. So you ain't even going to have the attention to people giving a fuck no more. So you got to pull it together and you got to keep it going. And with Beyonce to skip, you know, not to cut my rant about Nipsey short, Beyonce is the hardest fucking working woman. I don't care. Nobody say, if you don't fuck with her, you will hate her. Because if, first of all, let me just start by saying, I didn't even start out as a Beyonce fan. I actually didn't really care for her. If we gonna keep it a buck. When I was growing up, I felt like her dad made Destiny's Child all about her. I used to jokingly call Destiny's Child Matthew's daughter. <laughs> like, literally, because I felt like Kelly, Michelle, and the other original members before her were just like her backup singers. Like, she was the star of the show. And now I see the fuck why. Because the bitch works the hardest. Right. And it's like, to see how hard she works and to go to her shows, like, her shows are mind-blowing. I always tell people, even if you don't got the bread to drop the, the 325 for the floor seat, you can be all the way in the fucking nosebleeds and you're going to feel like your ass is right there on the floor. She, When I tell you, it's literally nothing she does not think of. And I just feel like, wow, if Beyonce could work this hard and produce this type of content, we literally got the same 24 hours. You may not have the same resources, but at some point she didn't have those resources either. Right, yeah. So I don't have that excuse. Get your ass up. If you know that you got something to finish, stop fucking going to sleep. Stop. And when I say stop going to sleep, that don't mean don't sleep, y'all. Don't get that twisted. But, like, if you have a project that you're in the middle of and you're tired and it's not requiring you to use your creativity, it's okay to take a break. But for me, I had to kind of scale back from Twitter, especially while I was trying to do this the launch for my rebrand. Mm-hmm. Because I was spending my time scrolling when I should have been working. Yep. And that's me. Like, I get distracted. So I'm having to learn, like, you keep complaining and feeling like shit don't be going the way you want it to go. But is it really because your shit isn't going the way it wants to go? Is it because you're not putting forth the effort to get the results that you want? I be in my own ass. So I don't really be needing nobody to get on me because I am my worst critic. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to be broke. It's hard to get up and work for somebody. And it's hard to create something for yourself. So you really just got to choose, like, your hard. Like, what what, what do you... It's hard to do everything. It's hard. Life is hard. So you got to choose what... How hard and what aspects of your life is going to be hard. And for me, it's like working for myself, investing my energy, my resources back into myself is going to yield the greatest return for me. So it's like, that's hard. Yeah, it's hard just like everything else. But at some point, it's going to pay off other than... Working for somebody, that's hard, but that's not going to pay off. You, you're paying for somebody else's dream, and then, you know, you on the streets or you want to steal or be a dope boy or whatever. It's hard to do that, but at some point, you're going to go to jail or die. So it's like, what's, what's going to give you the greatest return? Like, I'd rather just invest time in myself. I mean, it's hard, but, hey, everything, so is everything else. So it's like, pick your heart. 
Right. And I feel like so enough speaking to somebody else that worked hard, fuck. I should have had him when Chris said she couldn't well, I don't know his schedule. Keith, with mm-hmm. women, that nigga was literally driving between what three different cities to shoot women and we harass his ass all the time, but that nigga works hard too. Thanks. And like it's really about how bad you want it. And I had to really like during this time of me just being to really realize like you are not where you want to be because you don't want like you say you want it but do you really want it because like people who are consistent are people who get results like Mm -hmm. you could could post a picture on twitter one day and get small like a a few little retweets Mm -hmm. and it's like okay like so this did good that day and then you get that one moment where it's like it's dry and don't ain't nobody fucking with it and you be like you get discouraged like the whole point is to keep going regardless of the results or the interaction that you get you have to keep going you yeah. have to keep going and that I feel like I had to tell myself because I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna be as honest with y'all as possible it's not that I felt entitled to support I expected people's support mm-hmm. and placing expectations on another human that is not yourself hell even yourself because sometimes I let me down mm-hmm is going to be our downfall in this whole industry of trying to be an entrepreneur. And one thing that I've learned is like, some people will be like, Oh, like even if it's fake love, I'm still going to take that engagement because it's getting me to where I need to be. And I will be that person where like, literally people have to tell me like, bitch, you be so focused on trying to be a real bitch all the time that that shit is just not going to thrive. And I hate how I see people being so fucking fake and they get further ahead, but it's because it's like, regardless of whether or not the love is real or fake, they're taking it because it's getting them somewhere. Mm -hmm. And me personally, I just can't be that kind of person. I don't do the fake shit. (laughs) I just, I don't like, if I know you don't fuck with me, I don't want you trying to gas me because you, I know you don't fuck with me. But now I'm starting to realize, like, oh, you motherfuckers that just be watching my story, don't ever repost my shit, don't ever congratulate me or say nothing about it. I can feel a way about it or know what it is personally, but online, maybe I do need to start being like, oh, girl, you thought that was cute. Oh, thanks. Like, engaging. So that way it'll make somebody else see it because the conversation is continuing on because you said something. Instead of me being in my feelings like, oh, this person only try to come around and it's convenient for them. Oh, yeah. Like, that be hindering me. But yeah. I also don't want to be no fake ass bitch because I see way too many fake motherfuckers thriving. It's like, I don't want you to get the wrong impression that just because I'm applying to you, that means that I fuck with you because I don't. Yeah. But you got to, I really just, you just really got to like stop taking anything personal. Like, good, like I said, good or bad. Like, I just stopped taking anything personal. And like, if somebody not there for me, like, and I feel like they should be, or they should be engaging, or they should be, you know, hyping me up, or when I po- do a big drop, if they don't want to post a fly or whatever. I had to let that go, and then I had to let it go even when somebody do that, because, like you said, it's up and down every day. Like, it's it's up and down. You might post something that you think is the best thing ever and don't get no engagement, or you post something that's mild and get a bunch of engagement. A lot of algorithm, a lot of stuff go into that stuff, so, like, mm-hmm. don't put your... Don't put your hope, like I said, in people or in that stuff. Like, put your hope in the work. And if you're doing it consistently enough, like you said, then some days they might not, they might not have seen that fire thing that you posted two months ago. But if you, if you still putting that same amount of quality into your work, then they're gonna see that next fire thing you do, or they're gonna see the thing you do a year from now, or whatever. Like, if, as long as you staying up, if you only 
if you only do one good thing, you know what I'm saying, expecting everything to change, then you know what I'm saying, you're gonna you gonna be like little nah, you need to get you an old time road type of song or something like that. But everybody don't have that hit, everybody don't have that one thing that just propels them. You know, you know, you see YouTube stars or Instagram stars had that one video that changed their life. Like everybody don't have that. That's not that's not the reality for most entrepreneurs. Most entrepreneurs, same like Beyonce, you talk about Beyonce, we see how she grind now. But in order for her to even get to that point, she had to have that same level of grind when no when nobody was really watching her. When you was joking on yep. her, calling it Matthew's daughter and stuff like that, she still was Beyonce. Right. She still was Beyonce back then. But now, only difference is the exposure level. We can see it now, and we can say, "Oh, dang, I ain't really like her before. I wasn't really a super fan, but now that I see it, I'm a super fan." But the only way she right. could, you know, what I'm saying, get to that point is if she was the same person that whole time. Because if she was lazy back then. How would she ever even get to a point where a million cameras in her face and people are literally passing out when they see her? Like nobody gonna would have did that if she wasn't putting in that work or coming out with this quality album, album after album after album, hit record after hit record, you know, song after song. So like she just keep kept doing it, and then it got to a point where, like you said, like you not exhausted, but like for me, it wasn't exhausted, but it's like a lot of people was like super super fans, and I was like, okay, well I ain't no super fan, but. It just got to a point with me. And, that show changed your life. Right. It just got to, yeah, that show definitely changed my life. But it just got to a point where you step back and then you look at this person's work and you look at this album and then you look at what she, her next album, the album she did before that. And you're like, dang, like, she got all hits. Like, you can't hate on it. Like you said, like, if you hate her, then you just, you hate great. At something because she's literally the formula for putting work in and seeing results in the end. Like, she wasn't the the it girl. Like, you know, a lot of people, when she was early in her career, a lot of people was talking about Leah, other people. But, like, through everything, she kept putting in work, kept putting out songs, kept whatever. She ain't really cared when she wasn't wasn't number one. I mean, she just kept working. Now she's number one, and she's never not going to be number one. So she at that place of freedom that I was talking about earlier. Like, well, she done broke all those barriers down for herself, but the only way she was going to do that is if she kept working, she kept coming out with hit, and she might grab, you know, uh, extra 50 fans every every song she put out or whatever. And then somebody who wasn't a fan when she dropped this album is a fan when she dropped this album, and she picking up all this full steam ahead, like, as she goes. It's just a big ball of fire. It don't matter if there ain't nobody fuck with her 10 years ago. If you became a fan yesterday, you only add into her, what, what she is. Yep. So... And that's and that's what I feel like when people try to talk about her, like, oh, y'all praise her like she's God. I be feeling like, so y'all don't got a favorite that y'all hype. I will never accept that argument because I'm like, at the end of the day, Beyonce is not my favorite artist as far as like music is concerned. There are way more people who music as far as like sonically that I enjoy more than Beyonce. Beyonce is the whole fucking package. She's right. my favorite entertainer, and that's a difference. Like. I when I tell you I sin and I be having to like watch myself to like not get baited into people talking shit about her because I understand the work ethic and more than anything I admire how hard she works I love like like I tell y'all all the time like I love people that work their ass off nothing is more inspiring to me than somebody's work ethic like nothing at all because talk all day long like it's so mm -hmm. many people out here that's not talented that don't put in work that was just they fell and they stumbled into an opportunity and it's not to say that I don't respect it but it's like 
to know that like she busts her ass to be where she's at and she's Beyonce. She shouldn't even feel like she should have to work that hard, but because she is her own composition and she's constantly talking herself, mm-hmm. it's like she continues to work like she's not who she is. And that's just where I aspire to be at with my work ethic. With Nipsey, I got to leave a legacy. I got to. Because mm-hmm. seeing other people that look like me win is very important to me. Facts. I feel like it's been, what, since March that he passed away? And, yeah. like, the heaviness is still felt all throughout social media. Honestly, that's kind of why I don't really be on Instagram like that. I find myself, like, getting really upset. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's like, damn, like, they really killed this man. Like, literally killed this man for no reason. Yeah, and, like, to see all the love and shit that, he, that he's getting, it's like, wow, like, he really, like, he took his 33 years and he made that shit count. And it's like, damn, like, I be feeling like, like, damn, I ain't doing nothing with my life. Like, I'm trying to get to that point. So, like you said about, like, you know, being an entrepreneur and pouring back into you, that's why I said, like, you know, I'm not ashamed to be like, this entrepreneur shit get hard. And let me tell you something. I don't care how much you save life happens, unexpected, expensive shit happens. I'm humble enough to be like, okay, bitch, you still gonna run this business, but now you about to have to sacrifice your sleep. So, you about to get this job, you about to use this money from this job to, to stack it up, to take care of shit and to throw it in your business. Now I'm on some shit where I'm like, if it ain't no fucking house party or some shit where I could bring a bottle at, maybe a blunt or two, whatever, or match somebody, please don't invite me out. Because I'm in grind mode right Thanks. now. Because I'm trying to get out of having to work again. Because mm-hmm. I know that I can make Shop the Fashion Seats to work for me. I'm also a certified lash tech, but I can't do lashes if I'm at somebody else's job fucking eight hours out of the damn day. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get myself back to a point where I'm like, I feel comfortable enough. Because like I said, I don't like to see my my funds get to a certain level. And once it start cutting it close, and I feel like, oh, now I gotta dip into other shit to like live because I'm trying, I'm pouring from a bucket that I'm not seeing revenue really generate from. Because listen, the fucking startup of a business, especially when you're doing it the legal way, that shit costs so much fucking money, and you gonna invest so much shit before you even see a fucking return. Oh my god, like yeah. the. Sh- I've been, a bitch has been stressed, okay? Like, so I'm like, let me go get a job. Because being at home and then watching this shit deplete, it's annoying me. I'm grateful to be able to, that I've been out of work for so much and I've been able to just pay my bills and still live and put gas in my car and feed myself and go get something to eat for these four months that I've just been working for myself and not really, like, working to generate income, but more so working to set up Mm -hmm. ways for me to get income. I'm grateful, but now I got to go back and get on somebody's job so I can take some of their money and do a little bit of something for them so that way I can pour back into myself. Because I can't sit here and make nobody else rich for the rest of my life, especially when I know I have so many talents that can generate so many different sources of income. I can't do it. Yeah. People think like entrepreneurship is, oh, you know, I ain't got no job or, um, you know, I'm on the grind 24-7. But, I mean, entrepreneurship is really just a it's just a mindset that you have that I'm not going to 
do this. I'm not going to work check to check. I'm not going to work just to pay my bills. I'm going to work to reinvest back into myself. And I'm going to get to a place of freedom where I don't have to work for somebody else all the time. So, like, I respect anybody who, like, got a job, but also getting off their job and reinvesting back into themselves. But that shit hard. Like, you working eight hours a day for somebody else, and then you telling me I got to come home and have enough motivation and energy to work for myself when it, when both things require the same amount of energy. Like, people think you're an entrepreneur, or I set my own schedule, or I don't start work till 12 p.m. or or whatever, but, like, you had to have more discipline than somebody who clocking on the job every day because that person got somebody to tell them, hey, you need to be at work at 8 o'clock and you get off at 5.30 and you take lunch at 12. It's easy to do that because it's like, you know you know exactly what you got to do. I got to do this. I got to be at work at 8 o'clock so I don't get fired. I got to, you know, I got to stay till 6, finish this like because this deadline, you know that. But when you out here and you're an entrepreneur, like, nobody telling you that, nobody telling you to get up, nobody telling you that you got to complete this or do this because this going to lead to that. Nobody telling you that. You just got to figure that out yourself. So if you don't have that same discipline or more discipline than somebody working a nine-to-five, then you can't really call yourself an entrepreneur. You more just, like, I mean, you really just trying to, like, figure you're it hobbies. out. Yeah, you're hobby. <laughs> yeah, you're just trying to figure it out. Like, you're good at something, but you, you're not really an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, that implies that discipline that business that you on your shit like you i'm up i'm up like even on days when i don't like wake up or start work early as i would like like i'm still going at night like i'm about to get off this pie like take a red bull and be editing till like two or three in the morning like that's just that's just what's gonna happen because i didn't get a start earlier today so it's like you gotta have that discipline or nothing gonna move because everything only move off of you now it's not like if you have a bad week at work and you work for somebody else, the company's still going to go forward. The company's still going to make money that week. You just had a bad week and you're going to regroup and come back next week and have maybe probably, you know, try to have a better week. But and when you're an entrepreneur, you have a bad week. Shit, everything on hold. Like, you ain't... <laughs> literally. And that's the point. I'm so glad you said that because you can have a bad week at work and if it ain't a place where, like, your job is performance-based and it's performance-based only... But you like if you if you're blessed to have like a, a hourly plus salary job, like people get people that work in like call centers or like for phone companies or Best Buy. But I think Best Buy get commissions. Mm-hmm. I think they do. Y'all I hope they do. People shit that be salespeople, but what y'all don't be understanding them be the motherfuckers that be bringing home fucking seventy five yeah, yeah. to hundred thousand dollars a year because they get a base pay. Plus, if they got if they work hard. They get commission on top of that shit. So I say that to say this. Nick, do not be ashamed to have to like work a job while you grinding because if you even if you have a bad day at work and say that it's it's commission it's commission based too, you still gonna get a check every two weeks. When you are entrepreneur, if you don't put work in, guess what you're not gonna do? You <laughs> gonna be late, you ain't gonna eat. You ain't gonna have no gas in your car. You gonna have to decide whether or not you want to split your last five dollars between putting two dollars and fifty cent to barely move your meter, and then two dollars to get you a fucking dollar burger and maybe a, a small fry and look for some change to, to, to eat. That's not a fun life. 
And although <laughs> I feel like I was far from that, and like my anxiety was making me feel like I was a broke, broke, broke ass bitch, even though I wasn't, that's what scared me into being like, okay, I need to get a job again because this startup process is draining a lot of my money. And I don't even want to feel what it's like to really and truly get into the negative and not be able to do shit. Mm-hmm. My stepmom had to give me a really good point. She like, you complaining about seeing it getting there, but look at what you're trying to do. You got to think about the end result. And mm-hmm. yeah, you, you're used to having X amount of money and doing X, Y, Z, but you're investing into yourself. It don't matter how low your money <laughs> get or how low you feel like it's getting you're doing something that's gonna pour income right back into you. So some people don't even got that. I don't care if it was only $3 that you had. Some people don't even have $3. And that's the mindset. Like, you you, you literally, is literally just a mindset. You gotta want it more than you gotta want it. You literally, I guess, that's the only thing I can say is that you, you really have to want it. You really got to want it. So, I'm trying to think, but I have, I have one last question, I think. Oh, what's next? So, let us know what's next for, um, 20, you know, the 2020 yeah. visions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, he, he do so much. <laughs> I mean, right now, I'm really just focused on this movie, like, finishing up this movie setting these premieres out we're gonna pretty much have like six city premiere in charlotte atlanta greenville columbia charleston and the low country back where i'm from so just really just finishing the movie up getting a finished product um finishing up the soundtrack you know finalizing how the merch gonna look and really basically we're just gonna take the show on the road like we're just gonna go to people's city you know have a venue Show the movie, have a lot of behind the scenes stuff. People from the soundtrack, artists from the soundtrack gonna perform. Uh, you know, you obviously gonna have a host and sell merchandise and stuff like that, make an event out of it, show people the movie, you know, get that feedback, and then just really just continue to to fundraise and so we can do more projects, so we can do more projects. And then after we get, you know, this project completely wrapped up in a bowl and to a point where we can get it in somebody's hands, you know, we're going to try to get it in some people's hands. You know, we know where Tyler Perry studio here in Atlanta at. We know, um, got some connections with, you know, just Sheen magazine and stuff like that. So it's really just having that product to being able to be ready when somebody, when your name called and they say, Hey, what you got? Like, okay. When I, when they say what you got, I want to have a finished product, something that I can give them to say, look, check this out. And this is just the start of what I can do. So that's, that's really just putting, uh, you gotta you gotta do things in phases. Like if you have your hands in too many pots, or you're trying to do too many different things, the more stuff you do, that's the more chance for something to go wrong. Like so, you really gotta be focused. I know people like you, like with multi, you know, you got multiple talents. And oh, I no, feel, drag me. No, and, I, and I'm that's saying, the reason why I can't be consistent because right. I be doing too fucking. Hard. Right, and I feel, and I I had been this, I've been the same place. Like I'm like, dang, I can take pictures, but I can also act. I can also direct, produce, host that. I like got all these talents that I feel like I got, but it has to. They have to come in phases. You know, like you, you're not gonna lose that talent. Like you being the last tech, by you not being able to do it right now. When you get back to a point when you can do it again. You ain't going to be no worse. You know, you're going to still be certified last tech. You're still going to be able to have that talent. So it's all about, like, having that mindset to say, like, this stuff ain't going to go away. Like, it's like riding a bike. You already did it. You already accomplished it. You already learned this. But put yourself in position to where 
you can get on a bigger platform and then say, okay, you can pull that back out your bag and say, I still, you know, I still do lashes or I still that, but you got to mm-hmm. put yourself on a, on a path. That's the most, that makes the most sense right now where you at, what's your, what's around you, what's your resources, what can you get your hands on? Like, you know, like you can have all these talents, but like put it, put them in order, so to speak to say, okay, I'm going to cultivate this talent right now because that's going to get me in this door. And then once I get in this door, I can pull this out the bag and get in another door. And then once I get in that door, I can just keep pulling stuff out the bag. Like just because you, you know, you got all these talents, but you don't have to display them all at once. Cause like Mm -hmm. if you, if you're trying to do too much, then nothing's really going to get finished. You're just going to have your hands in a lot of different stuff, but it's, it's important to like finish something, like finish a product, wrap a bow around it and being able to be ready when somebody say, Oh, what do you do? I'm like, Oh, well, I direct movies. I'm like, oh, you direct movies? Show me a movie. And I can pull a movie out of my back pocket and show them, as opposed to saying, oh, I got all these behind-the-clip scenes, or I got, you know, we really working towards it, or, you know, this, that, and the third. Like, it's, it's right. really important to have something finished. So, like, that's that, that would be my advice. Like, when I first started, I wanted to do so many different things. I was like, I can do video, I can do photos. But when I really just, like, took a step back and said, okay, when I get into weddings... I'm only going to do photos at first. Even though I know I can do videos, I'm only going to do photos. I'm going to conquer that first. And then when I do that, then I'll move into video. And then I'll get people to come with me and then they can do video or we can collab or whatever. But I had to do it in phases. Which is why I cannot wait for you to move. (laughs) Man, listen, I'm about to move. Charlotte, about to be a new city. Sheesh. I was in the A for a minute, but now I'm about to be in Charlotte. And I I, kind of like that, though. I like that I've been... like. This journey, like entrepreneurship, like I never would say that. Oh, I'm I would be here. Like I can't, I couldn't name like where I would be. I still can't name where I would be. But like you got to be flexible. You got to be able to take yourself in different places, be in different rooms, put on different hats. You know, have different conversations with people or whatever. Because like you never know where this thing could take you. Like you might working so hard thinking that this one door gonna open, and then you just step outside and something just fall in your lap that's even greater than what you ever had. You know, your 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 heart set out on. So it's like, you just always got to be ready, but you always got to be flexible. And then you always got to do it in phases, man. Do it how it makes sense. If it makes sense for you to focus on one aspect, because that one is bringing in the money right now, that's the, that's where you are seeing the most profit, the most gain and focus on that. Do that, push that real hard, squeeze everything you can out of that moment, out of that vessel, out of that. And then you can put yourself in a position to move on to another outlet or another, whatever else you got going on. So. Great. So, I mean, I guess I kind of told y'all what was next for me. Um, Obviously, that was last week's episode. I have since launched so just making sure that I have new levels up every week is something that's very important to me. I don't know exactly how many because, again, I got to see how stuff is moving. I know my style, but I can't just buy shit that I guess that I would just like. Of course, I'm never going to like buy anything in bulk to sell to people that I won't wear myself but really just growing my social media that means returning back to YouTube because for some reason I've not been using it but my subscriber count has been like growing and yeah like I just feel like YouTube is a great outlet it's a great platform because it's something that's always there whether I'm consistent or not it's just like putting your stuff in stocks like it's going to continue to grow your content whether you're actively pushing it or not because it's already out there so I'm definitely trying to make sure that I get back into um 
working on the fashion sista brand because now i have shopped the fashion sista obviously people love when i'm like when i'm reviewing makeup or Mm -hmm. whenever i'm like talking so knowing your strong points and knowing your audience is what will really help grow it so i'm definitely trying to get back into um just making sure that i do youtube and like you said like making that sacrifice like i'm not off until seven so i'm coming all the way from across town back home having to still cook i gotta record the podcast because episodes gotta come up on wednesday so now it's like okay well now you might have to get up a little bit early in the morning you still gotta look presentable for work so why not film your content you know do your makeup or whatever in the morning record it you know go sit the camera back in in the film room or in your room go to work come back home from work edit that content, get it set up for it mm-hmm. to publish, whatever the day, like, you gotta make sacrifices. Gotcha. I'm not gonna sacrifice my sleep. I'm gonna <laughs> sacrifice a little bit of it. But it's all about working smarter and not harder. And Fact. that's the thing that I feel like I've had to just learn, like, you be making shit so hard on yourself. Like, right now, while we've been doing the podcast, like, when it's not my turn to talk, I've been muting my phone, trying to jot out shit. I'm cooking, trying to make sure I got lunch so I'm not spending un- money I could be putting into my business. I'm spending eating out. That doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. Cook, you know how to cook. So that way, that's more money you can have in your pocket to spend on something else. It's really, literally, being an entrepreneur, is, if you don't take nothing else from it, you got to be consistent. You need to work smarter and not harder. And like Quan is saying, what makes the most sense for you to push now? Because just think about it. Like he said, he's doing his movies. So while you're filming or whatever the case may be, when you do these premieres, you can talk about it. You know what I'm saying? That's a, another low for him to be able to also push the fact that he does photography. Mm-hmm. When he has to do a, a like how I asked him to kind of give y'all a background or everything that he does, like everything will always pour into each other. You don't lose your talents. And I feel like that's one of the hardest things I feel like I've had to learn. So I'm just glad to like have friends like you. And obviously the closer that we've gotten, it's like just to have people that are entrepreneurs and people that'll hold you accountable, people that's not afraid to let you know, like, Man, mm-hmm. you could be doing better at this, or I know you said you want to do that. How is this going? Mm-hmm. People that'll remind you to be like, you need to be on your shit because I can't want it more for you than you want it for yourself, but don't forget that I'm also rooting for you and I know what you're trying to do. And that's the friend I feel like I try to be to everybody else in my life is like, I'm always going to be rooting for the people that I like, that I know. Like, you, when I fuck with you, you don't have to tell me to repost or support your shit. Every mm-hmm. single time I see you post, Syntax, I'm like, shit, let me go to his page. Let me share this shit to my story because it might have been somebody that didn't see it yesterday. People mm-hmm. think as fuck. When you repost shit and they know that it's not your post, people will easily hold Facts. up and see post shit down, <laughs> go see what it's about, be nosy, and go follow a motherfucker. I'll be like, oh, damn, that shit is dope. Like, it take you two the, seconds to do that. The visuals? Let me let me just brag on my nigga real quick. <laughs> the fucking visuals, like that shit looks so good. And the thing that I fuck with it about is like not to say that people from South Carolina can't produce content, but people have such a small minded personality that they would think that like, oh, because this person's from the same city for me, or because this person is accessible and I can touch them, there's no way that they could produce content that looks that right. Way. And people shit on hometown the most. Like, if you come on now, like. This is somebody who's not even working at Tyler Perry Studios and giving y'all niggas Tyler Perry fucking quality. Like, did y'all niggas see that fucking drone shot? I'm like, yo, <laughs> this shit is, this shit looks so 
fucking good. It looks so good. And even if you can't always support somebody in a monetary way, just sharing it. You know what I'm saying? You never yeah. know who the fuck that shit might lead to. Some of y'all have celebrities that follow y'all. Y'all have socialites that follow y'all. They might see that shit, see this dope. Like, matter of fact, Kaylar Will, I don't know if you're familiar with her. She's like a, I don't want to call her an Instagram girl because she's like a business owner, but she's known because of Instagram. She saw the whole shit with like, you know, Mm -hmm. working hard for her car. And I think at that point, it might only be like maybe like 100, 200 people that follow her. Kaylar don't follow a lot of people. So that means that it had to have crossed somebody's timeline that right. Kaylar interacts with that saw that. And once Salem saw it, it took a life of his own, which people were being like dick a dick to her about her car. Her car yeah. is nice as fuck. So I don't even understand why people was doing the most, but you know, niggas gonna nig. Niggas gonna nig. But I'm just <laughs> like, you know, to know that like social media, you just never know where you reposting or putting some shit out there is gonna get your friend mm-hmm. to the next level. You gotta stop being afraid of people to pass you because when it's your time, it's your time. Exactly. What's for you is for you. It ain't what's you can't have what I have and I can't have what you have. Like you gonna be you. Your greatest contribution is the fact that nobody else is like you. Like you you your own individual and nobody else like me. So it's like we don't have to butt heads. We don't have to feel like we're in the same lane. We're never going to be in the same lane. We might be doing similar things, but we're never going to be in the same lane. There's people you know that I don't. There's people I know that you don't. So it's just like, don't be right. afraid to, like, yeah, cross those boundaries, but just push people up. Like, and, and when you're genuine about it, you never know or you just being genuine to somebody is going to place you an opportunity to win just because they saw that loyalty and that support from you. I know I'm that way. When it's people who I genuinely fuck with like well my family and SWV Barry, they didn't have hairstylists either my family owns a, a, a beauty salon one of the most known beauty salons and they didn't see that opportunity I booked SWB because I was proactive in the way that I was trying to make sure that they knew like hey I'm here mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get this done and the first person I thought about my family why would I not let my family eat you know what I'm saying right you got to think about that. Like, my family, they're, like, obviously, they're older. My mom and my cousin, like, they don't use social media the way that I do. Right, use exactly. Social media. But because I use social media and they're my family and my cousin allows me to come and do makeup at his salon when he doesn't have to, I'm like, of course, I'm going to look out because he's been doing hair for over, what, 40, 30 maybe like 30 plus wow. maybe 40 years he's been doing hair for a long ass time like he's an instructor all of that shit he's never really done like celebrity I guess of that caliber hair and me somebody who's only been in their profession for eight years and like not even legit good at it for the eight years I've been doing it I was glad to be able to bless him with that opportunity he thanked me so much for like even considering him because you know I know mad young people that I could have been like hey yep and one of my friends up like oh my god come do this with me no I'm gonna look out for family first the people who support me without me having to tell them to do it so when you're genuine opportunities will fall in your lap because people are gonna remember how much of a genuine person you were or that they didn't have to make you do something they didn't have to make you support them or make you be there for them you did it just because you just wanted to right 
So it's like when it comes down to videography, like now that I see the level of content Quan's is producing with this movie, like somebody hit me up like, oh, I need a videographer without even thinking about it. It's going to come to me like the mm-hmm. art show that I got booked for. They didn't even have to tell me that they weren't booked. I'm like, oh, well, I like pretty much everybody that I'm like super cool with, they're creatives. Let me just go ahead and just list their Instagrams mm-hmm. with their name. Let y'all know where to find them at. If y'all still need people, these my people. They're good at what they do. Here's their social media, so on and so forth. Like, I think they hit up two people that I submitted. Mm-hmm. That's a bit more like two or three people. And they're like, oh, like, they told me that you gave them my email. Like, I appreciate it. Even if they weren't able to do the opportunity, it's still the fact that I'm never going to be selfish with a blessing. Because if I can help somebody out that I, that I fuck with, then I'm going to do that. It takes nothing away from me for me to be a supportive friend. Hey man, that karma, karma real energy is real. Like you gonna get what you put out, like regardless of even if the person who you help lift up or put on or whatever, even mm-hmm. if they return it themselves, they might not ever return it themselves. They might never look back. But that shouldn't discourage you from still being that type of person because like it's gonna come back. It's gonna come back full circle. You are gonna get yours when when yours when you just do so. Like just you 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 can't really fake like being like showing love like if you fake it, it like you said you're gonna expose yourself but like if this that's really who you are like to your core then like good things gonna happen to you because you you know make good things happen for other people so it's like you just got to really believe in that too and like have faith in that too and not just what you can see or what this person can do for you if you do this for them or whatever like it's, it's, it shouldn't even be about that like literally so so go ahead and wrap this up for Creative Corner. I'm so sad we can have her on, but I know she had prior obligations. Make sure you guys are checking her out if you're in Charleston. She is a radio host. And Creative Corner this week is going to go to my girl, Chris Kalen. I absolutely adore her. I love female MCs. I feel like radio is usually an extremely male-dominated um, industry. And, like, she's doing big shit. And I just love her energy. I feel like she's such a sweet person. Um, even for her to even agree to doing the podcast, you know, she did have prior obligation, but just for her to even agree to doing that, which she didn't have to do, I really appreciate it. Um, like I said, make sure you guys are tuning in to the radio making sure that you guys are listening to her and supporting her if you're in Charleston. I'm not sure if they're on iHeartRadio because I know like most local radio stations, you can listen to them on iHeart even if you're not in that city. So um, Z93 Jams in Charleston. Her name is Chris Kalen. Make sure you guys follow her on social media and I'll spell that out for y'all if you aren't somebody that typically checks the description box. That's usually where I place all the information. But it's K-R-I-S-K-A-Y-L-I-N. And yeah, just make sure you guys support my girl. Hopefully, if her schedule pans out next week, we can try to have her on next week and bring Qantas back so we can hit on some other entrepreneurial points that we probably didn't cover tonight. Um, And yeah, I mean, if you have any other remarks, Qantas, before we go ahead and end the podcast, definitely go ahead and give them. Let the people know where they can find you at again. And Yeah. yeah, we'll go from there. Right. I mean, yeah, first of all, shout out to my girl, Chris, man. She is she a beast. She really about her business, really respect her grind, like everything that she has done for herself. And she create she create them opportunities for herself. I, you can just tell that she really got out there and got on road and really created those things for herself. And now people are starting to gravitate towards it, which is good. But, you know, she still, regardless of people's support or 
show love or whatever, she's one of those people that's going to still, like, get it herself. So, like, shout out to her. And shout out to you for this pod, man, just putting people on. Like, just really just – I didn't even – until up until the first episode I listened to about a few weeks ago, I knew that y'all were doing. I knew one time you were doing it with Kyle and some other people, but like mm-hmm. I never really knew, you know, the direction of, of of this podcast. So man, but once I really start sitting down and listen to it, man, it's real dope, real dope avenue. Like I'll come on I here anytime, and talk. I mean, it's stuff that we talk about anyway. We tweet about my, why not put it together in a format to where somebody could come back and really like get these valuable lessons, man. So shout out to you. Um, if y'all want to follow me, man, jgrant underscore 2020 on Instagram, on Twitter, the A is a V. So, man, hit your boy up, man. I don't be doing nothing but grinding. Word, word, word. I appreciate you for coming on. Like, y'all just don't understand. Quan's energy is so contagious. If you're not around this man and you don't smile or laugh, then you are really the <laughs> This nigga is the funniest, most creative nigga I, I appreciate that one of the most like literally and i tell him this shit all the time every single time Thanks. i'm like yo your energy is fucking contagious like i love being around him. you and phil are like the, the most jokiest my lb hard-working niggas i know like I fuck shout out my lb too that. man he just graduated man last yes, week yes congrats out, phil congrats to all the grads too but like that's my dog so oh we might as well him plug Phil too. If you need a graphic designer, Facts. you hit up Philip Isaiah. Um, what's his Twitter? Uh, it's Mr. Philip on you. Boom. I knew it was something <laughs> different. I don't know why I couldn't think about it. I talked to him all the time. But yeah, make sure you hit him up, Mr. Philip on you. And to speak back to Chrissy before I get out of here and close this out, if you are a local talent, mainly music, the first thing that plugged me to Chris before I even knew her was Next Up Charleston because she did Roni's episode. She is doing really big things in the community. And like I said, the whole point of real life shit is literally to discuss real life shit, to give encouragement for us to have real unfiltered conversations. I don't know her process or how she goes about choosing next up Charleston, but I will say don't bombard her because my girl is busy, but she definitely does a lot of like reaching back out to the community and try to put on for South Carolina and just making sure that, like, you know, hometown is taken care of. So make sure you guys check out her YouTube series as well. I believe her YouTube name is Chris Kalen as well. And that's it. You guys already know you can find me on social media at underscore Jador CCXO. And that's on Twitter as well as Instagram. And I'm not about to sit here and tell y'all all my social media platforms. <laughs> it's like the link tree and it got all of my shit lined up. Fashion Shop the Fashion Cista, all of that stuff. You can get to all of my pages, all of my other social media content, book your appointments, shop, subscribe to my channel, all of that through link tree. Jaquanis has the same thing. Facts. And Chris, I want to say Chris has the same thing as well. So like I said, I will have all their social media information in the description bar. But if that is it, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Thank you, Quanis, oh, yeah. for hopping on the show. I would love to have you back. Um, maybe for a topic that don't have to be so serious, because y'all, this nigga is funny as hell. <laughs> but we yeah. um we gotta have you back. And, I'm yeah, coming back for sure. For sure. Appreciate and, yeah, you. We will check with y'all next week. Enjoy y'all week. Bye. All right.